Hi guys, this is Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. So what are we talking about today, Montana? Ghost stories. Ghost stories. Um, We did ask for listener stories, but you guys did not come through. I'm just, I'm a little offended, a little hurt. You guys didn't come through. Um, It's fine. I'll get over it. I guess we're just going to have to tell ours. Yeah, but I feel like you have a lot. I do have a lot. Um, So do you think, should we talk about like, I mean, everyone knows what like a freaking ghost is, right? I I hope so. I don't have to like say what a ghost is. I hope everyone knows what a ghost is. Ghost is a is a person that died that <laughs> is somehow stuck in this realm, uh, whether by choice or not. Um, you'll hear me say a lot of um, accents and stuff, and honestly, I could not care less. I'm on board with that. <clears throat> well, you are. Hopefully, our our customers are. So, yeah, our customers. Our customers. <laughs> God damn it. I swear. So I started in the restaurant biz and it was like our, what was it? Like our, like our guests. And then at the hotel, it was something like, or maybe whatever. It was like guests. And then I had to do clients and then I had to do guests again. And then it was like customers. But anyway, yeah. Ghosts. How do you feel about ghosts, Montana? Um, I feel like I've had enough experiences to like really think that there is ghost. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's a coincidence," and I'm like, "I'm not really a person that truly believes in coincidence." Yeah, I don't understand why like all these scientists have to like try and disprove like ghostly things or like relegate everything to like some scientific explanation. Like, of course, not everything can be described by a paranormal occurrence, nor should everything, should everything be described as something paranormal. But, but let us have some of our friggin' paranormal experiences, okay? Like ghosts. So, I mean, some things you can't explain. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Shall we get into it? We shall. Um, so those who don't know, me and Liz actually used to be roommates. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) And you're still living in the house I used to live at. So haunted. So I remember I said nothing happened to me there, but I was like thinking the other night and I actually like forgot some stuff that happened. Yes, that house, that house is some strong energy. I think it really draws like different entities and spirits to it and not in a bad way i think it might be like a portal kind of place you know like how there are like places that just are very strong and draw spirits i think that i think it is well it's you know it's made in the 1800s it's Mm -hmm. a very old house i love that house though it is a very old house beautiful remember the one night we were like playing with my pendulum Mm-hmm. And then we like scared ourselves mm-hmm. and we slept in the same bed. <laughs> it, okay. We did a lot of things, guys, but you'll never know. <laughs> Remember? Okay. This has nothing to do with ghosts, but 
I remember the one time when I like ran into the house like screaming because Grim had just gotten scuffed. Yes. <laughs> I was like asking you for help. I was like, what do I do? You got like skunked too. I did. It scared me like, too. Come upstairs in my room. And you're like, what do I do? I'm like, well, first you got to get out of here. <laughs> you smell. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god. god. The whole house smelled like skunk for weeks. We tried. I mean, I tried. I really tried I just to get it out. It felt so bad because it was all over you as it well. It was. Yeah. Grim like ran because he thought, I don't know what he thought it was, but I like mean, I went dog. after it and I didn't have my glasses. So I didn't know what it was. I just saw this like little dark shape. I thought it was like a cat. Maybe. Well, now you're always going to assume it's a skunk and don't chase it. I never let him outside at night without a leash because remember he got skunk and then he got skunked two weeks later. I think the second time we got skunked wasn't as bad because by then, like, I knew what worked and what didn't. Yeah. By the way, guys, skunk off. Don't even bother. The guy at the pet shop was like, don't even bother with the skunk away or skunk off. Just, like, um, dish soap and then hydrogen peroxide and baking soda, I believe, is the only thing that helped. And if your clothes get it, you soak them in vinegar, let them sit, and then wash them, and that's the only thing that helps. And then your house, just open the windows and pray. <laughs> but yeah, so lots of experiences in that house, yeah. some of the earthly plane, and some of the spiritual. I remember sitting like downstairs on like the couch or chair and this house was really big foyer and in the foyer goes the staircase that leads upstairs and so I was ignore my dog guys I'm sorry I gave him a, a bone to chill and now he's eating like I do um with abandon no table manners and happily so yeah, so that's not you chewing in the background. It's not me chewing in the background, but I probably wouldn't sound that much different, to be honest. So foyer, table, stairs. Continue. Yeah, so the living room downstairs leads into the foyer. And like I said, the foyer has a staircase that goes up the steps. And I remember sitting in the living room, and then it sounds like children just stomping, running up the steps, where the point where even the dogs got up and started barking and ran over there like they were like going to chase them. But like children, it was just like a bunch of like giggling going up the steps and it was just really loud and the stomping up the steps. And even my dogs were like, what the f is that? What is it about like ghost children that is so much creepier than ghost adults? Like, am I right? Like, I would rather I I've never see. thought about that. But like, if wouldn't you like rather see like an adult, like man or woman than like a creepy little kid ghost like staring at you with a smile yeah i've seen too many horror movies exactly they're creepy i'm sorry i just had to say it it was what it is yeah sometimes grim will pause at the top of that staircase and just like stare down and like not move like he's staring at something yeah like at the bottom yeah like almost every single time that's creepy. I, I mean, do they, dogs and children like sunset stuff, I think, mm. the best. I agree. But I think that's the only time I've really seen my dogs freak out was when they heard a bunch of invisible people running up the steps. That house, man. All right. You want to tell one of your ghost stories, Montana? All right. So remember last episode, I talked about that my parents' old house used to be like, 
By the graveyard. Yeah. I remember. Like so much shit happened in that house. All right. Well, so much shit did happen in the house. So much shit. Narrator. Yes, it did. Indeed. There were many things that happened in that house. Indeed. Um, So this time I was either 16 or 17 years old and my parents um, would be gone a lot because my brother was in a select soccer team and they would travel a lot for his games and 16 years old. I'm too cool for that. Oh yeah, way too cool for that. Parents gone. My mom's probably going to listen to this and be like, oh my God. Oh my goodness. I love your mom, though. She's so cute. Um, so I was like, okay, so parents are gone. I'm going to invite my high school sweetheart mm-hmm. over. Sorry, mom. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you're a teenager. Yeah, so I get off the phone with him. He's like, okay, I'm on my way. It was like him and his brother or something. We were going to hang out. And so I was like, okay, I have time. So, so I decided to take a bath. And with my parents' bedroom, their bathroom was connected to their bedroom, or you could enter a different way, like from the hallway. I knew this was going to get spicy. Yeah, you're more interested if something happened rather than the ghost story. It's true. So you can enter the bathroom from two ways. So obviously both the doors were closed because I was in there taking a bath. And I remember getting out of the bathtub and then, like, I wrapped my towel around me and then, like, all of a sudden someone's, like, banging on my bathroom door. Just banging. Like, full on. Like, a, you know, like a like a cop knock. They have that hard, heavy mm-hmm. knock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Terrifying. So it scared Ooh. me so bad. I remember whooping around so fast and it was the door that led to the hallway, like, by the staircase. So I've, like, me and, like, hello Mm -hmm. no answer and then like i was like okay maybe my boyfriend's playing a joke on me like maybe he got here early that was like my second thought so i call him and i'm like this isn't funny and he was like what's not funny and i can obviously still hear them driving with like the music in the car and i'm like um are you still like on your way he goes where are you at yeah I was like, well, someone's, like, banging on my bathroom door, and I'm not leaving. (laughs) Yeah, that's terrifying. I would probably, you know, I I don't know. I I wouldn't do anything good. I'll tell you that much. Probably scream, pass out in the tub, and die. Dramatic. (sighs) Just like me. So I, like, I stayed in there until they got there, and, like, I made them, like, search the whole house. I was like, you're going to search every top, like, Mm -hmm. cranny. I don't care. Mm -hmm. They never found anything. I hate that. Um, And then, like, I do remember later that night, though, like, all of a sudden, we had a radio in the garage. And then the radio went off in the garage, but it wasn't, like, like music. It was, like, the white noise. Uh, I hate that. Oh, I don't like it. No. And I was like, okay, someone's like having fun tonight because I'm not in the mood. Um, And like every once in a while, I feel like you would like hear something like downstairs. No. So let's just say nothing happened that night because that was a very, that was a restless night. I don't blame you. I would not have, no. 
that was like a horrifying night. Absolutely not. I don't like it. Like to this day, that like knocking man, it's just like uh I think knocking is so scary because like from what I've always heard, like knocking is like a very demonic thing. Is it? Yeah, knocking is associated. Ooh, that gave me chills. With, I know. Especially if they knock three times. We better wash the fuck out. Was definitely oh, demon. I don't even remember how many times, baby. It probably was three. Mm-hmm. If it's three, it's, de- it's demonic. And if you wake up with like three scratches, it's also demonic. Yeah. So letting y'all know. It probably was three. It was just like that. Like I said, that really hard cop knock that was like boom, boom, boom. Ugh. Yeah, I whooped around so fast. Can you imagine it's just quiet by yourself? It's silent and all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like not today. Not today, demons. No. Not today. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I hear you. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was. Did he believe you? Yeah, he believed me because I think he saw how scared I was that he could not believe me. Mm -hmm. And he was there for like when the radio decided to do it. It was loud too. Like it was in the garage. You're all the way that from in the garage. Any news about like that type of white noise? (sighs) Is that demonic too? I don't know. Like, I know that, like, almost every entity can mess with your radios and frequencies and stuff like that. So I can't say for sure whether that was demonic or not. I just know if anything is in three or if they if something freaks out when you start saying, like, a prayer, like a Christian prayer, probably demonic. Which sucks because three is my favorite number. Like, fuck you, demons. Fuck you. Well, I made him go turn off the radio. Good for you. Make the man do the work. Fuck him. So that's one of my stories. I like it. (laughs) I mean, I don't like it, but you had to experience it. But I like it that we can tell it here now. I'm just happy I wasn't alone. Like, let's just put it that way. Well, that will lead perfectly into my story because I was all alone. You're usually always alone when this stuff happens. They know. They know. They're like, oh, she's by herself, guys. I know. Whenever my ex-husband would leave town, like... I swear the ghost would come out to play. Things would fall. And like I'd hear footsteps all night. I'd feel something like on my like stroking my cheek. And I'd tell him and he's like, well, it's never here when I'm here. And I was like, because doesn't like you. Sorry. They just know I can feel them and see them. And it was definitely a male ghost. That's not even my story. That's not even on my fucking list tonight. Anyway, Melidan. To, I think this is definitely one of my most intense ghost experiences. And it was my first true ghost experience that I can remember. Ooh, back in the dinosaur age. I know. It really was. <laughs> back in the days of when Nintendo 64 was like a new gaming console. Because oh, Sega was out. I love mm, Sega. Was, Man, was... we're showing our age. <sighs> I know. I feel I'm like, bye. <laughs> In my day, we, we had Nintendo 64 and we didn't have no social media until I was in high school. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, like fuck you, Montana. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just uh I know I'm like I'm an old lady. No. So anyway, um my family and I moved to Ohio when I was nine years old from St. Augustine, Florida. 
And we moved into this house and I wish you could go into this house now, Montana, because I know you'd feel it. Oh, for sure. It was dark. That house was dark always. Like it just, something just felt heavy and like, and wrong. And I even remember like my dad walked into like my bedroom. I remember this so clearly. And he like shivered once and he's like, Ugh, something died in here. Oh, thanks, daddy. <laughs> Nightmare fuel. So yeah, um, I could actually tell a story. I forgot to tell this in my fairy story about Blue Annie or Agnes and the hag and bobcats and sleep paralysis. That's another story, but I'm not going to tell that today. Regardless, I had terrible nightmares. I felt things watching me all night. I would like, did you ever do that thing where you jump from the floor to your bed because you didn't want to touch the floor or have anything grab you from under the bed? Yeah, I leave your feet like mm-hmm. exposed to the underside yeah. of the bed. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Still, I, still, I still can't do I it either. Can't I'm like, oop, nope. Um, so anyway, I was all alone. It was a cold winter day and I was playing my Nintendo 64. I was playing Super Smash Brothers. Super fun. Um, my family was all out doing errands and I had decided to be like cool and stay at home by myself and play video games. I was like, yeah, I'm nine years old. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of no ghosts. I got this. I'm sitting there in my parents' room because fuck staying in my room. Absolutely not. I never stayed in there playing my little Nintendo 64. And all of a sudden I hear like, like something coming up the stairs. And I was like, thank God someone's home. I tried to act all cool. Like I wasn't scared. I was terrified in that house, like 24 seven. So I rush out onto the landing, like expecting to see mom, dad, Lexi. And instead I see this like transparent, like figure of a woman in like, I want to say like early 1800s kind of ball gown. And let me tell you, she was not nice. I did not get a good feeling from her. I automatically, like I went cold and like everything, like the temperature just dropped and like, I couldn't clearly see her features, but I I could sense the malice and the anger. And I just I screamed. I screamed. No. I know. Crazy. Dramatic. What? I screamed and I ran in my parents' room and I locked the door. What's that going to do against a fucking ghost? I don't know. And I dove under the covers and I just stood there shivering until my parents got home. Let me tell you, we did not last long in that house. Like, honestly, we ended up buying a house, funny enough, down the street, funny enough, uh, also haunted. But yeah, I was so shaken up by that experience. And then after that, after that woman, I started having these dreams of a woman that looked exactly like her, but far more clear and she would just come in my dreams and tell me like how she was going to like kill me. She was going to like slice me up. I'd how wake old up. You? I was nine. Oh my God. I know. I was terrified. I'd wake up with scratches all over me and everyone's like, you're just doing it to yourself. And I'm like, with what nails? <laughs> like, I've been in her biting. defense, she has no nails. I, I, I bite my nails down. I know everyone's been like, ew, girls, you bite your nails. But well, you, you literally have no. Well, you're also a massage therapist. So you don't have. True. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Don't get me started on this rant. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I could go on too. I know what you're going to say. 
But anyway, so yes, so wake up with scratches, terrible nightmares, started having sleep paralysis. I know, never had it before. I hate sleep paralysis. I told you, I only had it in my parents' house. Mm -hmm. Only, only, only time. I swear, it's like when you're at your most vulnerable, that's when sleep paralysis happens. It's like they know. I really do think like, like we kind of talked about on the last episode, like how, yes, maybe the brain is doing that, but like, what if they sense that that's an opening? Mm-hmm. Cause it kind of does feel like a door in between. You're not awake. You're but you not also asleep. can't say no. Exactly. You're like paralyzed in the state. Why wouldn't a demon come in there? Yeah. Why wouldn't a ghost come in there? So that was my first true ghost experience. You might hear this and think, oh, wow, I bet you started wearing crosses and carrying holy water and praying and you probably never messed with the spirits again. Wrong. Wrong. I feel like ghosts and demonic are different. (laughs) Wrong. Yes, but I still, after that, I was terrified and frightened, but also, like, fascinated. I mean, fairies were my main fascination, but, like, also when I turned 13 and all my friends were starting to think fairies were lame, I was like, I mean, we could do, like, a Ouija board. And they were like, yeah. Um, also, didn't know this, guys, but when you make your own Ouija board, and I had no idea. This makes a lot more sense. But when you make your own, rather than getting a store-bought one, it is, like, 10 times more powerful. Really? Yeah. And I had no idea that was the case. I drew it on my freaking bedroom floor. I was like, I'm just going to draw a little Ouija board. We got like a little electric outlet cord thing. We're just going to use that as a planchette. I never, I never played with one. Yeah. You'd think that I wouldn't after having an entity appear in my dreams and tell me she was going to you know, murder me. But Well, I hear too many stories. People are just not the same after playing with one. I'm like, I'm not opening that invitation. Even if you say goodbye, do you really say goodbye? Yeah. I mean, there's just so much up in the air with Ouija boards. I would not, 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 not recommend playing one. I'm not even joking. I don't mess with Ouija boards. Don't do stupid games. Don't do the midnight game. You know? What, what's the midnight man game? Remember we talked about this? Yeah. We'll explain it for them. All right. Should I? In case. This might. How about, so in case they don't know what it is, I'll have you explain it. So the midnight man game. Um, it is actually apparently a game that pagans used to. I wouldn't. They would. It wasn't a game. It was a punishment when someone had really fucked up in the tribe. They're like, you have to do this like ritual. So the rule, should I even get into the rules of the game? If so, I guess I can. Okay. So basically what you're doing is you are actually summoning a demonic entity (laughs) and how you do it is you like write your name on a piece of paper and whoever else is, is playing, you cannot lie about your name. Midnight man will know. And then you put like blood next to your name. You're making a fucking treaty with this thing with your blood and your full name. Talked about this in the last episode. Never give entities your full name. Never, never, never. Anyway, so you do that. You hang it on the door or you put it somewhere like nearby the door. You knock on the door 22 times. Like, so right before midnight, knock on the door 22 times. It should be finished right at the stroke of midnight. 
you have to carry a candle on you at all times. The candle has to stay lit. If the candle goes out, that means the midnight man is close. You have 10 seconds to relight that goddamn candle. If you do not light the candle, if you cannot light the candle in that 10 seconds, the midnight man has got you. It's not a good thing if the midnight man gets you. Now, what you can do if you can't relight the can relight the candle is you can put a circle of salt all around yourself, but you have to stay there until 3:33 a.m. in the morning. You cannot get out of that circle if your candle goes out. Now, however, if your candle has stayed lit and you have lit it again before the 10 seconds go up, you must wander the house. You cannot stay in one place. The midnight man will find you. You have to wander the house with your candle. You have to go around different places, have your salt, have your lighter, and basically avoid the midnight man from 12 a.m. to 3.33 a.m. But what is the point of this game? To be scared? I don't know, girl. What happens if the midnight man gets you? I Okay, so I watched this YouTube of this girl that did this game. And also, you cannot end the game early. You cannot end the game early. That's like using a Ouija board and not saying goodbye at the end. You have invited this entity into your house. You have not played by his rules, and now he's pissed, right? So this girl, she was doing this game. She started getting really scared because she started seeing the Midnight Man, like the shadow figure. And she got freaking terrified. And she was like, no, I'm done. I don't want to play this game anymore. She turned on all the lights at like, I want to say like 1am far before the game was over, you know? And after that, she started getting haunted, started getting sleep paralysis. She started seeing this thing in her room. It started showing up in her dreams. She had scratches. She wasn't sleeping. And she said she tried to play the game again. She tried to appease the midnight man, but that thing has followed her. Yeah, we got chills again. I know, me That's too. Creepy. Mm-hmm. So there's tons of like paranormal games. There's like Charlie Charlie, obviously the midnight man. I think there's one called like the hooded cab driver or something three kings this is a whole episode haunt like like paranormal games oh uh the uh was it the 11 mile road that's another one um we could do this hey guys if we start a patreon if you give us enough money we'll do these games (laughs) no we won't we will no for a lot of money no i'll play with the ouija (laughs) board for the right amount but i'm not i'm not messing around with Midnight Man or... I will if you pay me. Um, I'll do a lot if you pay me. Yeah, that's, like that's any of you. These games. That's, I'm not inviting yeah. that shit because that's I feel like scary. they have to have a background story, right? Like how, why the Midnight Man's the Midnight Man, for example. I don't know why the Midnight There's Man's gotta the Midnight There's got to be like Man. some story to him. There probably is. I, you know, I didn't look it up because I didn't think I'd be talking about this in this episode. I mean, look at like Freddy Krueger, right? Like Mm. his history, he had the Mm. history of how he became haunted in your dreams. Not that he's real, but I'm using an example. There's got to be some background stories to these. (sighs) I mean, yeah, or he could just be a demon. He doesn't sound pleasant. No, he doesn't sound pleasant. I mean, ancient pagans use this as a a freaking punishment for people in their tribe. If anyone has tried the Midnight Man, please... Email us because I really need to know. I know. Or the Three Kings. If anyone's played the Three Kings, I'm curious. We'll do a we'll do a whole thing about that, guys. But anyway, okay, I digress, Montana. It is your turn for another hmm. ghost story. Dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, remember how you said when you your house in St. Augustine, how you like walked in, you're just like, Oof. Oof. like the moment. So bad. That reminds me like 
there was a room in my aunt's house, her guest room, and then my grandparents had a room that we slept in. And it was just some things about those rooms that like terrified me as a child. I can't explain it. It made me very uncomfortable just to be in that room. Mm, never a good sign. No, and I was like, I'm a young kid, so I don't think anything twice about it. Mm-hmm. But like, there was always something very uncomfortable and haunting about like it was dark. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I remember the house in St. Augustine that you're talking about. It was like no matter how much we cleaned and no matter how many windows, it just was always dark. Yeah, my aunt's hallway upstairs was like that. Mm-hmm. There's something about hallways that bug mm, me. I don't like hallways. So like, you know, I spend the <laughs> night and with my cousins and they'll be like, you want to sleep in the guest? Nope. No. Yeah, we're not. Let's just sleep in your bedroom. Yeah. We're not sleeping in the guest room. There's something off about the guest room. Oof. And actually the other my so my aunt's a grandma, right? And so she has toys still um, from Don't like when my dolls. probably, um, but from when you know she still has the toys from when my cousins were kids, you know, and they're in their thirties now too, and she still has these toys. Do you ever see a Bug's Life? Yeah. So the aunt, right? And yeah. So okay, so she she was cleaning the bathroom in the basement, and you know she had boxes of toys. And then she says she was cleaning the bathroom and the Bugs Life toy all of a sudden was just like, good morning. The fact that that toy is how many years old and the fact that that battery still works and for it to randomly go off, she was just like, not today. Mm -hmm. I find it so creepy when like entities like haunt toys like, I've heard a few stories on different podcasts where, like, girls have life-size Barbies and they'll be, like, freaked out because the Barbie starts moving and they'll, mm-hmm. like, put it somewhere, like, in the garage and then, like, in the morning it'll be, like, in their bedroom again. I never – I don't like – I've never – dolls? No, I've never liked dolls. I used to have Barbies, but I don't think I ever had a life-size Barbie. I used to have some Barbies, but, like, I just never – I know. I wasn't into baby dolls and, like, being, a, like, a mothering oh. to my dolls kind of no. – I was like, I want to write stories about unicorns and, like, handsome princes and, yeah. The thing that just gets me, though, is just be quiet, minding your business. And that's when something happens. Ugh, like, I good morning. Like, out of nowhere, I feel like I'd be terrified. Remember Furbies? Oh, my God. My Furby would randomly go off. I hate that. They were so creepy. Talk about creepy. They would just randomly go off. I think just toys in general. I feel like parents probably have tons of, like, stories about toys just randomly going off. We should ask Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. Hey, girl. I should. Yeah, all my friends besides you and I have kids, so I feel like Mm. they'd be people to ask. Yeah. If you got kids with creepy toys, let us know. (sighs) So back to my parents' crazy haunted house. Well, I used to have a dachshund at the time, too, and, like, he would sense, like, he would just stare at the wall and, like, corners of the wall and just growl, and he would move his head up and down, like, he was, like, you know, following whatever was moving, and he would just growl, and there was something about my basement. There's always the basement, right? But there's something about the basement, and I'd always, if I watched TV down there, he would sit on my lap, and then all of a sudden, he would start 
looking at the walls and growling and moving his head. That was my time. I'm like, we're going to go upstairs because I'm not, no, not tonight. And I remember one time I was in the basement and I wanted to put a DVD in, right? So I'm like, okay. So I get out of the chair. I go over to the DVD player. The DVD player turns on for me and literally ejects the CD button for me like to put the DVD in. Some entity is like, here, darling, let me help you. So I'm like looking around. It's like, thank you. I was like, I'll take that as like a good thing. Maybe it's your ghost boyfriend. I don't know. But the fact that it turned on and you have to yeah. hit the button for it yeah. to open up. It's weird. But at least it was helpful. Yeah. But I'm like, all right. No, it would terrify the shit out of me. Well, I think the but same night, too, when I was like down there. Sammy, my dachshund, he ran down the stairs, like, chasing his ball. And then he stopped at the bottom of the steps. He yelped. And he was, like, he was terrified of something and ran back upstairs and wouldn't come back down. No, I hate that. No. So that was also my sign. Be like, all right, I guess I'm done down here. Um, And I'd be in my room at night, and I could always hear scratching in my closet. No, no, Always no, no, scratching no, 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 in my no, 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 closet. Nope, 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 nope. No scratching. That is terrifying. Is that demonic, too? I don't know if it's technically demonic, but I do know there have been a lot of, like, things with scratching and demons, so it could be. Or it could just be, like, some ghosty being a little shit. What's scary about demonic presences, too, is that sometimes they'll appear as, like, something innocent, like... Like a like a handsome man or like a like a cute little kid. That's why I don't trust little kids. Like, terrifying. Exactly, Grim. So ugh, yeah, gross. I don't like it. I don't like but it. Was, it was either things would happen in my room or the basement. Well, yeah, they're like drawn to like people with like an openness about them, like people that can sense them or see them. They're drawn to that, right? You know. So, like, yeah. you've always been like that. I've always been like that. But I feel like with so many things, you either get a bad or a good presence. Mm-hmm. Sometimes both. Because I don't – I didn't feel anything truly heavy in that house. Like, mm-hmm. nothing besides, like, if I get, like, sleep paralysis. Oof, I hate sleep paralysis. And that's the only place I would get it. That's the worst. Yeah, and I have to sleep. I remember because I would sleep with my door closed because the hallway would freak me out at night. Mm. Tell me, it's talking about hallways. I don't know what it is, but I couldn't stand to look at the hallway in the dark. There was something about it. I swear, there's like a like a fear of hallways. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe I it's just it. me, but hallways. <laughs> no, they're terrifying. That's where I feel the most energy is in hallways. And like I said, with my aunt's house and my grandparents' house, there is something about those rooms in that house that I just made me very uncomfortable. Like you walk in and you're like, oh, my God. Ugh. Immediately makes you like something happened in this room. I don't like it. And I don't know what because with my aunt's house, my uncle built that house. So yeah. it's like would you bury under there or Oof. something, you know? Or, like, someone made a really good point recently where they were, like, I mean, think of Native Americans were here, like, so far before us. Like, couldn't, like, a lot of land be considered, like, Native American burial ground? That's How true. How do we know? I mean, I still want to do cursed movies. I do, too. 
Uh, we're we're going to do curse movies. Rethinking of poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, the poltergeist use real bodies. I know. I know. Oops. I'm like, that alone, no wonder you were cursed. You I don't know. mess around with dead bodies. And that girl died. I think they all died. Something happened. Yeah. A lot of them did. And the Omen, that's another curse movie. I don't know much about that one. <sighs> those were good. I liked those. But I do know when, like, the part where she's, like, in that mud pit and the bodies start floating yeah. up. Yeah. Like, her face is pure. It's real. It's yeah. Per- like, pure Absolute terrifying. Terror. Yeah. Because she was face-to-face with a real dead body. Like, that is the look of pure, real. Like, I would never forgive you. If you're thinking, oh, hey, just props for a movie. Absolutely. Narrator again. No, it wasn't. (laughs) But it wasn't. Joke's on you. It was far more than anyone had bargained for. Your turn. Okay, fine. All right, so (laughs) I'm just kidding. As I mentioned before, I grew up in St. Augustine and I moved back and forth a lot. So you're going to be like, hey, wait, I thought you were in Ohio. Well, joke's on you. I moved back to St. Augustine when I was about 14. And, and then like 18. And then like 22. <laughs> no, it's true. 19. And then again at like 27. So. <laughs> Yay! Anyway, um, I used to have this amazing white German shepherd named Spirit. And unlike my current German shepherd, Spirit was actually very protective like, he's more like the typical German shepherd that you'd think of. Like, he's very loyal, very protective, very intelligent, very regal. Grimace. Not really many of those. Anyway, um, so there was um, – we lived by the lighthouse. We called it, like, lighthouse park area. We lived by the lighthouse. And there were, like, woods by the lighthouse where I used to take – spirit too we'd like run around because back then there were like no gates like you could get into the lighthouse woods for free you could like walk around the lighthouse you couldn't go up or into the museum but you could walk around like the estate i guess um but you are not allowed to do that now they like have blocked everything off unless you pay which kind of sucks but anyway i was young i was walking my dog spirit in the woods And all of a sudden I come upon this woman and she's in like pioneer garb. I should like a bonnet and like she had like a, like a calico dress with like an apron and like, she just was very quiet and very still. She looked like a friggin' person. And I, and and she just, I I, just so suddenly just like standing in the woods there in her full gear. And I like, I was like, she's like an actor or something. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize they were doing reenactments in the woods. Nothing. She just stared at me. I was up with you in those pioneer bitches. Don't know. Don't worry. I have, I have men ghost stories too, but we won't get into those right now. Anyway. So, um, I just kind of like looked at her for a little bit and spirits hackles like were like rising and he was like growling. And then all of a sudden he friggin' takes off and he never left me alone. Like he was like very defensive and very loyal and very, very brave, but he takes off. So I'm like, shit. And then like I run towards spirit and I look back real quick. She's not even there. She is gone. And I was like, Oh, 
Hell no. <laughs> I ran all the way back home. I was like, Mama's a ghost. Mama's a ghost. In case like, you didn't hear that, she said she saw a ghost. I saw a ghost. <laughs> and I was screaming and she's like, of course you did, Elizabeth. Jesus Christ. But to be fair, St. Augustine is the oldest established mm-hmm. city in the United States. And it's also one of the most haunted. My parents both saw a lot of stuff when they lived in St. Augustine. I had this night with my high school sweetheart, like at a, like there was this beach and it was like a whole thing anyway. So it's a very haunted area. Like there are like so many stories about people there. There were so many wars, so much blood. I mean, I, I could do like a whole episode. I could do a whole podcast about St. Augustine goes, but that was my one experience in the lighthouse woods. And it definitely left me shaken. Like I didn't feel like, like she was a bad spirit. It was just, well, you know what? Like think about like how long they've been there. They're probably like not bad. They're just cranky. Yeah. Maybe she was. She just had this very blank expression on her face, which was almost like weirder. I mean, if you're watching the world pass you by, I feel like that would make sense. Maybe. I don't understand why ghosts get trapped or like choose to stay. Like, wouldn't you want to go beyond? Well, isn't it like unfinished business? Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Cray cray. I know there's like residual hauntings and then like active hauntings, but I don't know. Hmm. Well, I told you, you know, I'm pretty sure I built poltergeist. Yeah, I want to talk about that. My ex-boyfriend. I mean, okay. Okay, so in our first podcast, we mentioned that, you know, my relationship was pretty bad with my ex-boyfriend when we lived at our old apartment. And I'm pretty sure that we built a poltergeist with all that negative energy and everything. Or you released one. You think it was trapped in there? Maybe. Again, I didn't like the hallway upstairs. Something about hallways. But, like, the thing with a lot of dark entities, though, is that they're drawn to, like, fear, vulnerability, and pain. They feed off of it. So, like, imagine you're, like, a demon just, like, floating or, like, a poltergeist. And you're, like, and then you're, like, ooh, wait, what's up in here? (laughs) That's some dark shit. That's what's up. That's a buffet. So, I need it to feed, basically. Yeah. So I remember one night I was laying in bed and I had I had Bentley with me laying in bed and Bentley's my um he's my lab. I love him. He's so cute. He's my lab boxer mix. He's, he's so my cute. baby boy. And he was laying in bed with me. And then I remember I had to sleep because he traveled a lot. So I'd have to sleep with like the lights on because like I was terrified of that hallway. And like just something about laying in bed and staring into a dark black hallway. I can't do it. No, no. Especially in that. that apartment. Absolutely hate that. So I'm a grown ass woman sleeping with the lights on. I do that literally almost every night. So. And I remember I closed my eyes. And like the moment I closed my eyes, I felt like something just flew over me. I felt like the wind gusts and everything and even Bentley flipped over. That was like, what the fuck was that, mom? Mm, I hate that. So I didn't sleep the rest of that night. Yeah. I hate that like a lot. It's just like, I don't know how to explain it. It was just like uh, something like a body or something just literally flew over me. 
like felt the gusts of mm, like hate every, it. Uh, mm, hate it. It's like something that wanted you to know it was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I slept a lot of nights on the couch. We'll just put it that way. Because there was something about just like being up there. Yeah, no, fuck that. Like you can feel where the energy is the most heavy and the most dark. And it was in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it was, like we said earlier, you just walk upstairs in the moment. It's like this heaviness hits you. It's just like this is very uncomfortable, like hair on the back of my neck, standing up type uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, like, we built something in that house. There was definitely something very dark there. I absolutely agree with you. Like I said, the moments, like, my dogs would, like, Mm-mm. act like it. I'm like, all right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I hate that. And I remember one night, um, and this was, like, at a different place. This was a place before, like, the apartment before. And, like, I've never had this sensation since or, like, experienced it before. But I remember, I don't know, like, what happened. Um, but I was, like, sitting on the bed and, like, it, like I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like, I felt something so dark was, like, in that room with me. And, like, I don't know. I was, like, shaking, couldn't breathe, short of breath. And it was the most un- – I've never felt anything like that. Like, I don't even know what that was. That sounds really intense and powerful. And it, like, probably lasted for a couple minutes Mm -hmm. and then went away. But it was the most uncomfortable. And something could have attached to you, you know, at that time. Were you tired a lot? Probably. Mm -hmm. This was, like, 10 years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to always worry about things attaching to me. I think that's why I was so tired lately. I think something was trying to attach to me, and that's why I was so friggin' tired. Until parasite demons. How dare you? Yeah, so there is something about, like, that apartment, too. Yeah, or there was something about the guy in it. <laughs> that, too. Yeah, he was I, not great. This is, like, not a ghost story, but I remember in that apartment... So I, our friend, we'll just call him Jay. Yeah. Um, he knew that my ex was out of town. He's like, I'm going to come scare you. And I'm like, no, you're not going to come scare me. And so like, you know, I always lock the doors at night and stuff. Right. So I'll go to bed. It's probably like in the middle of the night. We'll just say like 2 a.m. or mm-hmm. something. And then, like, I remember, like, Sawyer comes bounding in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And Sawyer's my German shepherd. So cute. I love her. This sassy bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she sits, she jumps on the bed, sits at the very corner, like, straight up, like, mm-hmm. on guard, just straight up, like, terrified of something. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, what now? So, like, I slowly get out of bed because, mm-hmm. like, I can, like, hear, like, something creeping at my steps. And the the hallway was like had a the I don't know what to call it like the staircase you couldn't see over it unless you walked by it to look under to look downstairs hmm. it was pretty high up the banister yeah like the banister is really high okay so I just hear it creeping okay Ugh. so I slowly get out of bed mm-hmm. and then like so Bentley gets out of bed with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like he goes ahead of me. He goes around the banister, looks down the steps, literally like does a hell no and like turns around and runs away. Oh no, oh my god. I'm like, oh my God. 
and then fucking it's, it's creeping up the steps. You can hear it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I turn around, get some guts to do it. And it's fucking Jay climbing up the steps. He would. I'm like, how the hell did you get in my house? He's like, I got through the back door, like the glass door. I'm like, how? He's bae. He was like, I told you he was going to scare you. That's probably the most scared I've ever been in my life. That's pretty terrifying. My dogs were fucking useless. Yeah. Dogs don't nice help. No, like Sawyer woke me up to like alert me. Like she sat in the bed, like like the full on, like I don't even know how to explain it, like German Shepherd. Yeah. Like ears up. Yeah. Like and Bentley's coward. He ran away. He didn't protect shit. That's grim. Well, cowardly baby. So Jay, if you're listening to this, because you know who you fucking are, I hate you. <laughs> we love you. But we also hate you. JK, kinda. Back to me. Um, it's Liz, I guess. Um, so honestly, I have way too many ghost stories. I think I will finish up with one that kind of leads into the other, um, ish because Montana and I off air, were talking about demonic experiences and I have quite a few of those and that is a whole other episode, but, um, So there was a time I was going through a very, very hard time in my life. Um, If you don't know, I am um, bipolar and I'm also a recovering alcoholic. It'll be 11 years in November. I know, crazy. Hit them double digits. So anyway, so I was, I believe, around 19 at this time. I was undiagnosed as a bi- as bipolar this was right before I had gotten treatment I felt very like lost and as I was just saying um entities darker entities attach to you more easily when you're in a very dark state of mind and then it's a really vicious cycle because then these vicious dark entities will you know, keep you from sleeping, will knock on your doors, will like terrify you, scare you, anger you. And then they feed off of that. And then it's like a whole cycle. It's like, how do you get rid of it? You have to fight it basically. And sometimes you need like professional help, like a priest or like a shaman or something like that, but whatever. Totally different episode. Anyway, so I was 19 at this time. I was in a dark place and I still remember this so clearly. It was like the freakiest thing. Um, I had been seeing this. There were a lot of woman ghosts in my life now that I'm thinking about it. Really weird. She was like a teenager. Um, and I couldn't tell you what she wore. I just, I just like, I saw her like vague outline and like her face sometimes and she looked dead, which was obviously terrifying. Um, and like, I would just like, I would sense her and then I would like close my eyes and I would see her near me like a corpse, basically, whenever I would see her. I didn't get any bad feelings from her, but I didn't get any good feelings from her either. It was just sort of like this entity, whatever it is, is definitely following me. Um, and there was one time I remember I like fell asleep on the couch in my parents' house in Ohio. I was so tired. I was working like three jobs at the time. Um, and I was like spiraling with 
just my bipolar, my depression, like a bunch of stuff was happening in my life. Um, I won't get into that, but, but I remember I fell asleep on the couch and then I had sleep paralysis. Nope. I know. I hate sleep paralysis and I was so used to it. And I know there are all these experts that are just like, just let yourself fall back to sleep. And I'm like, what? I know. That's what they say to do. Especially when you be, I'm going to say a pro at sleep paralysis, but you know when it's happening. Yeah. You get to like familiar, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is happening. Yep. I, I, I can't let myself fall back asleep because it always feels like the entity around is going to hurt me, um, which like, I know is like some scientific thing, but fuck that. It's, especially if you're also terrified. How can you just fall back asleep? I know. I don't understand. I always fight it, which they say you're not supposed to do, but I always do because I always feel like I'm going to die if I don't wake up. Anyway, I was in the middle of sleep paralysis, but this was a very new experience for me. I have not had it before, and I have not had it since. So I was in the middle of sleep paralysis trying to, like, just move a freaking toe. I felt like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill. <laughs> just move your big toe. Um, when all of a sudden this refrain came into my mind and it just kept repeating over and over and over and over. And all it said was her name was Rose. Her name was Rose. Her name was Rose. Literally for like 10 minutes, I was freaking out. I felt her near me and I was like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't, what do you want from me? And then finally I like shot up out of sleep. I was terrified. And it's so weird because a lot of that time in my life is very hazy as I was still drinking a lot. Um, I was messing with my like, by like my, my depression medication and sleeping medication and so it's all very hazy at that time. And I know some people are like, it's probably just a freaking hallucination because you were in a dark place with your bipolar. No, listen, listen here. Definitely have had hallucinations with bipolar disorder, like auditory hallucinations, but this was not anything like that. This was very real. And this entity had been following me for weeks. I believe she continued to follow me. Until she eventually disappeared. I don't know. Maybe she's still around. Couldn't say. I have a lot of shit following me. So so that was terrifying. Um, and it, it does lead me to think about like other dark times in my life. And things that have happened to me. And like I said, I've had demonic experiences. Which I won't go into. But I will in another future episode. So I guess you guys have to keep listening. But anyway, there was one night, um, and I'll probably talk about this again when we do the demonic episode, but I was at my best friend's house, well, besides you, and (laughs) I was, it was a very dark time. I had just left my last ex. You know how fucked up I was after that. Yeah. Really fucked up. Yeah. I was very depressed. I was doing like a lot of internal work, and I was like very disgusted with things I had done in the past, and I was really beating myself up over it, so... I was in a very dark place and I had been drawing a lot of dark entities to me because of that dark place. And that night I, and I want to make this very clear. I woke up to my bed shaking. 
I'm not talking about like a little vibration. I'm talking about violent fucking shaking my entire bed. Grim was gone. Of course he was. He was gone. He, I think he probably jolted the minute that bed started moving. It was one of the most terrifying things that ever happened to me. I was screaming, but it was like I was in a bubble. Like, like no one could hear me. I, I asked her, like her the next day. I was like, did you hear me screaming? And she's like, no. And I was like, of course you didn't. They never want you to fucking get help. Um, sage the crap out of the house the next day. Also, just have to put this in here. Um, white sage. You need to make sure you're getting it from a good source because it is actually um, a Native American plant. And because of um, the new age interest in it, there have been like, um, a, there's been like a lack of it for actual Native Americans. And that's kind of a sacred plant to them. So if you can like cleanse with other things beyond white sage or make sure you're getting it from an ethical source, that's great. Just wanted to put that in there. Anyway, I cleanse the house. And it definitely helped, but I feel like I had to cleanse that house like so many times because I was in a very dark place while healing. Um, And I'm in a much better place now. And also, if anything tries to enter, and they have, (laughs) they have recently, even last night, but I just, usually I'm in bed and like, I'm like, eh get the fuck out. You do not have permission to be here. This is my house. It is not your house. I do not give you consent to be here. And actually there was another day recently where things were falling and things were moving around and I was in a really shit mood and I just like turned around. I was pissed and I was like, listen here. I'm the scariest motherfucking thing in this house. So you can get the fuck out and shut up. I am the one you should be afraid of. And I got quiet. (laughs) I think I scared him off. So, uh, yep. Those are my stories for today, guys. You wanted to hear our true ghost stories. So, real fast. So, aren't you supposed to sage, like, corners of your house and stuff? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, my counselor is the one that told me that very recently. He told me to get into like the upper corners and the lower corners because that's where like energy gathers. He's like, imagine it like cobwebs, like cobwebs are oh, always that's in a corners, good right? Yeah. So it's like you got to like get up in there. I did that actually. I think I might need to do that again because there was some stuff trying to come in last night. It was awesome, a bond. So, you know. Lots of lots of energy in the spirit realms on a Sabbath day. But anyway, yeah. Cleanse your house, guys. And you don't have to use white sage to do it. You can use like lavender, rosemary, you can use desert sage. There's like a ton of stuff you can use. Uh Palo Santo wood, that's great too. Um, what is it? I think it's a uh, sandalwood, I think is a good one too. Dragon's blood. They're all good things. So, just saying. Well, the house, though, you're living in now. Like I said, the I used to live there, too. Mm-hmm. Something about the basement, right? Fuck that basement. Like, my mom, like, even as a girl, because this is how old this house is. So, like, my grandfather was, like, a child in that house. Oof. 
And so I remember when my mom would spend the night there, she'd be like, yeah, even the basement would terrify her. Something about that basement, so right? so dark. I've gone in and saged that basement. So if I have to say there's a heavy room in that house, it's gonna it's the basement. Remember that time we found poop down there and it looked like human feces? Yes. That was I forgot terrifying. about that. I did not. I did not forget about that. Because you and I, we've had dogs our whole life. We know what dog poop looks like. Yeah, but the the fact that we always kept the basement door closed mm-hmm. so the dogs would never be down there mm-hmm. by themselves no. if they would go down there. Mm-hmm. But like even they're like, I'm not going down yeah, there. No. They do not want to go down there. Wasn't there something else too that we found in the basement? If there was, I totally blocked it out. Because remind me, this house, like I said, 1800s, it's a <laughs> house. It's old. And there's like a lot of good spirits there too. Like there's there is, not just bad, I, there's a lot of good. Like when you walk in, like you're like, oh, this is, I love this house. Mm-hmm. Very cheery atmosphere, very light. There's, I don't think the there's any like, though. yeah, I was going to say there's no real heavy energy. I would say like beyond the basement, the only place where I got heavier energy was that like the room that's right beside the foyer, like the bedroom. Remember the first place that oh, I saw? I could see that. It's a little heavier, but even that isn't bad. No. Not like the basement though. Yeah. Like I say, my mm. mom was, she found that basement to be creepy as a kid. It is creepy. And my mom like believes in that stuff too. Yeah, my mom too. So if I told her, hey, I saw this ghost, she'd be like, oh, what they look like. Yeah, that's how my mom is too. Thank God. Can you imagine what would have happened if we'd been like born to other people? I think about it all the time. I mean, my dad doesn't believe in that stuff. Mm -hmm. The only thing he has ever said that's happened to him was when he, so his mom died Mm -hmm. and he said he knew the moment that she died because he had this like really bright light in the corner of his eye and then like that moment he knew that's what it meant and then he got the phone call and that's the only thing that's ever he said's happened to him that actually happened to me too not that exact thing but the night that my dad passed away I was I was like asleep in bed and then I like looked over and he was like sitting in a chair right next to my bed oh I got mutuals Mm, I know and I was like daddy and then I, I woke up the next morning to my mom, you know, telling me my dad had passed away, which was the worst moment of my life. But yeah, I remember that he had come to me before. So I wasn't like super surprised. He'd been struggling for weeks and months and even years. But yeah, still dark. But yeah, your dad's a, a salt of the earth kind of guy. Like really like, like grounded. No, he's not. Well, he seems that way though. He just seems like sort of like no nonsense, like, yeah. Yeah, ghosts aren't real. That's the only, is it our family that made us weirdos or is it just us being open? I think like it's the whole nature versus nurture. Like I think I like came out of the womb like being a little weirdo because I'm a descendant from the Fae. (laughs) Yay. Just kidding, kind of. Um, And I think I'm not... I think you came out of the womb like this little like adventurous gypsy free spirit. But we were also born to families that didn't try and crush this out of us, you know. They so the I don't think they knew what I was. I don't know. I don't think they knew what I was when they had me. And then the doctor my arm came out first. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
I know, right? And the doctor said, oh, it's a female. Because I was like already reaching for the charge card. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, yo, what's up? He's like, it's a girl. Oh, my God. Let me swipe that money. Did you see that meme? And it was like how to satisfy any girl with just like nine millimeters or something. No. And it was like a credit card. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> it ain't wrong. Um. But, you know, like, I really – me and my mom were talking about this. I think it'd be, like I said earlier, it'd be really interesting to interview, like, hospice nurses. Yeah. Because um, there have been, like, some stories where I feel like loved ones are there with them, preparing mm-hmm. them. And so there's some crazy things that they've said that the patients have said. And when my um, – I think it was my mom's grandma or aunt or somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and, like – when she before she passed, she'd be like, "Oh, do you hear that music playing? Mm-hmm. You know, that was like mine and my husband's song, like things mm-hmm. like that." Yeah, so it's like the crazy things. I shouldn't even say crazy, but the crazy things that they say. I'm like interested what like mm-hmm. hospice nurses have to say. That can definitely be a thing. Um, we'll probably need another mic. <laughs> yeah. Because my aunt used to, I would like to interview her and see if she's had any mm-hmm. crazy stories. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, oh, do you see so-and-so sitting there with me? Mm-hmm. And so, which in a way, if like this is true, I think that's really sweet. It's like they're being mm-hmm. prepared. Yeah. <sighs> All right. You ready to wrap it up? Ready to wrap it up. All right, guys. I think we're thinking about beginning a Patreon. So, if you don't mind, would you please follow us on Instagram at Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast? Follow Montana at M Big Sky. Follow Liz at spellbell.poet. And could you guys do us a really big favor and like email us things that you would like pay to see or pay to hear at um B Don't Brunch Podcast at gmail.com or DM us. And tell us like what you want to see, what what you would pay money to see here, have us do. Do you want us to play with a Ouija board? Do you want us to do a seance? Do you want Liz to play the Midnight Man and literally probably poop her pants? You never know. I'm I'm not playing. I'll play with an Ouija board, but I'm not playing any of those Midnight Men. I don't games. think I would do the Midnight Man one. That one's You're really haunted scary. Enough. I'm very haunted. Like, I feel like you're going to start sleeping in my bed. Probably. Do you remember in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend when Rebecca thinks that, like, there's a ghost in the house? Yeah. And then Valencia is like, oh, my God, like, ghosts love me. Like, I'm their catnip. <laughs> Julie was like, I thought of you when she said that. I was like, I know. <laughs> I think we should do a podcast on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, my God. And Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. Sex in the City. But definitely Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because I have – a lot of feelings yeah so if you haven't seen crazy as crazy ex-girlfriend it's on netflix and it's it's a really good show it's like i don't want to say a musical but like her life she turns into a musical it's pretty great she like goes in her head and like does these like theatrical numbers yeah but the songs are so catchy yeah what's your favorite one um i like you ruined everything you stupid bitch (laughs) of course you would (laughs) I like the yoga one. I'm so good at yoga. I'm so good at yoga. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I, that makes sense for you too. 
<laughs> you ruined everything, you stupid, stupid bitch. bitch. Such a good one. Anyway, um, so I know on the polls you guys said that you want to hear about like sex stories and like losing our virginity. And I think that we will do that, but I believe that next week we are going to address some mental health concerns because uh, September is Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. Um, I think it's actually a week, but screw it. I'm calling it a month and we're just taking the month of September. It's also my daddy's birthday at the end of September. So in a way, I'd like to do this to honor him as well, because uh, he, like me, was bipolar. So I think it's something that really needs to be talked about. Uh, I think mental health, although the stigma is a lot better, I think there is still a stigma with certain things like uh, schizophrenia, borderline, bipolar, even anxiety. I think people don't really understand where people are coming from or depression when people tell you, like, just don't be sad. And you're like, cool, mm-hmm. I'm going to. Perfect. I feel better now. But anyway, so I think we'll be doing that next. And then we'll talk about, uh, you know, sex stories and stuff. You're just really excited to talk about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's Let's talk talk about about you and me. me. Yeah. I love how you get my my references. Yeah. I know you so well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, bitch, bitch, bitch. You know what I mean? So anyway, guys, thanks for another wonderful uh, recording, listening to us. You make us happy. Um, I'm really excited. What are we up to? Like like 50-something listeners now? We don't know how many people are listening. (laughs) (laughs) But to each and every one of you, we love you. We love you. Help support small channels. Yeah, we want to get big, guys. We want to get big. I'm talking like, I don't know. I I can't. I'm tired. I was going to think of like something that like was big. And then I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, yes, I'd love to be Taylor Swift's best friend, but I don't know if that's even a possibility. I mean, I guess I'd be cool with being like a D-list celebrity. So who counts as like a D-list celebrity? Like Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince. They're kind of D-list. You think? Like, yeah. Mm, I don't think so. I think just because they haven't done anything for a while, I feel like they're like always going to be Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. They're so 90s though. Like that's when he grew up. Like, Listen. Kids today. Don't just the 90s. I wouldn't. But like in Gen Z, probably like who? Nah. I feel like everyone, even if the Gen Z knows Buffy, Freddie Prince Jr. maybe because it's like 90 movies. Like she's yeah. all that. But like I feel like Sarah Michelle Gellar will always be Buffy. And I feel like everyone knows who Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm, is. We'll think of better D-list celebrities. Because I, I literally, I don't know. I don't really follow celebrity stuff now. I don't either. But I feel like you all want to support us because we're like, we're on our own. We're women we in are. our 30s on our own. We are. You know what I mean? We're not married. No, no, no kids. It's us. So we got help dogs the girls to out. I know. Then you get parents that are like, "Don't compare your dog to a child," which is which is fair. But like again, some women can't have children, so for babies is all they can have, and it's their child. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like I, I mean, I think I would die without Graham, even though he's like so annoying. But he's well, why do you think baby. people use him for support animals? Mm-hmm. Because dogs are they're. I think they're very powerful beings. 
They really are. They do a lot. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Grim's always happy to see me. Were you always happy to see your mom when you were a teenage girl? I wasn't. Oh, no. I was a bitch to my mom. Mom, I love you. I know you're listening to this. I'm so sorry that I was the most terrible teenager ever. I'm so glad you're my bestie now. Love you. So we need you guys to like this, um, share, subscribe. Nah, I'm gonna wrap this up, guys. We love you. Um, and join us for uh, the next Bitches Don't Brunch about mental health. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.